Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to Befumbled. How are you guys? I'm listening. I'm yeah, listening. we're listening. Oh, good. Yay. I'm sorry to hear about that, but <laughs> you're so strong. We're both just on completely opposite ends. <laughs> reaction. You know what? No matter how your day is going, we're here for you. Oh, my exactly. dog I hope you picked that up on. I did hear that a little bit. It was very cute. All right, guys. It is January 19th, 2021, Inauguration Eve. Inauguration Eve. This is the last night we go to bed with Donald Trump as president. God bless. But, alas, a day that should be so joyful is filled with heartbreak. (laughs) As (sighs) we have (sighs) just been broken the news my dog is kicking away my laptop because she simply doesn't want to face the truth that claire and dale have officially split they're over they are headed to splitsville they're in splitsville they are splitsville population claire and dale we said on the last episode that we that things were starting to be rumored there was speculation and we hope to have more news and would you look at that these days just keep falling into our lap. We are manifesting it. We okay. are. Um, Dale posted an Insta. Yeah, Dale posted an Instagram about it. And E! News broke it. E! News broke a few hours ago that they were splitting. They were taking time away. Yeah. And then he announced on his Instagram that they split. Nothing from Claire yet. And it was a very interesting announcement. I feel like typically the Bachelor couples announce it with like a sappy photo of Mm -hmm. each other Mm -hmm. and Dale's was just a Instagram create mode Mm -hmm. text Text. situation. So that, Um, that already sets off some suspicion in my knowledge. We haven't heard anything from her, which the E! News articles and such make it sound like it was not necessarily, um, what's the word? Mutual. Mutual. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was like going to say consensual, but I think that only has to do with sexy things. So um, it was not mutual. And Enos is also saying it's because Claire was ready for him to move to Sacramento and do the whole thing. And he was not, which I can't say anybody is really surprised. Yes. But also, okay, here's my thoughts on this. So... Buckle up. (laughs) I'm excited. (laughs) So here's the situation. Claire hasn't had the most simple and easygoing life. I didn't watch the season she was on. Juan Pablo's. Juan Pablo's. You good. You didn't miss out on much. He was a jerk. I know that enough. One of the worst bachelors ever. One of the worst bachelors of all time. So I know that she had that experience. I know that her dad passed away when she was young. I know she was engaged at some other point. Yes, on um, the Bring It Back, Please, Bachelor Winter Games. She was briefly engaged to a, a French man. Okay, so she was briefly engaged. And then now she is in her late 30s. She's single. She is taking care of her mom, who has Alzheimer's, I believe. Or is yeah, I think you're right. It has, it's her mom has a mm-hmm. either Alzheimer's or dementia, one of those two that makes 
memory loss. The very heartbreaking disease. Yeah. Terrible. So imagine you're Claire. You have all of these terrible things happening. And yet you get this opportunity to go and live in a fairy tale. Yeah. Why wouldn't you believe that the fairy tale romance could happen for you? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, if any situ, if this was her getting engaged to a guy she met two weeks ago on the street in Sacramento, then it's like, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we should have seen that coming. But when you think about the fact that they're in Bachelor Land, which is this Mm -hmm. whole fairy tale come true, I don't blame her for or necessarily fault her for wanting to believe that the fairy tale could exist when she is in the perfect scenario and situation for it to occur yeah 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 no I'm sad like it's I I I mean I don't know her but I feel sad that knowing that like she's we going I think it was people. not mutual yeah, yeah. we talked I feel sad because it sounds like friends. everything is sounding like it was not how she wanted things to go and that yeah. sucks yeah I mean especially I feel like as women we tend to maybe side with the other women yeah situations such as this so okay yeah also he also tweeted seven hours ago what's everyone up to today and that just felt weird to me knowing that he was planning on announcing that later yeah i don't know i tend to take the side of the women in bachelor breakups which really says something because i took the side of hannah ann and maddie peru and i really wasn't a fan of either of those girls so that really just says something about my girl code ethics yeah (laughs) yeah speaking well do we have any other bachelor no i actually don't um Um, there's rumors that pete might be on bachelor in paradise to which i say haven't we suffered enough haven't we suffered enough? Let's see if there's anything on E. I think. I think that's really Oh, Ari and Lauren revealed the gender of their babies <gasps> or the sex of their babies. What what are they having? A boy and a girl. Oh, that's very cute. <laughs> oh, I would love a boy girl twin situation. Because I would never Lauren. want twins. No. Well, except here's the thing. I think from the standpoint of only having to go through one pregnancy for two babies, I can yeah. deal with that. But everything else sounds really difficult. I feel like if I ever have future if I ever ever have kids in the future and they listen back to these, they're gonna be like, What the hell? Because last episode I said I was too selfish to have kids. Yeah. This episode I'm like the terrors of pregnancy. <laughs> yes. Um, other things I'm seeing, Crystal and her boyfriend moved in together. And Ben Smith He's adopted cute. a puppy. He's cute. Crystal's, Crystal's boyfriend? boyfriend? Or- yeah, he is cute. He's real He's ser- cute. He seems like someone you would, like, I see that for you specifically. Can't <laughs> explain. Very- you know what? It's just the energy. I There's rumors about, I believe, Nick Vial. And a new girl thing because one of the gossip groups I'm in on Facebook posted, you know, just one of many, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. posted a picture of a young early 20s, I'm assuming, gal, which is his type, with in a backyard with like the same setup 
and string lights situation as Nick. So isn't he like ten- he tends to be quiet about his boothing? Nick, I think yeah. so. I don't know. He's a very interesting character in Bachelor Nation because he's very entrenched in it still. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've always just like been a little. He just feels a little creepy to me. Just a smidgy. I don't know. Well, Nick, if you're listening, come on the pod and defend yourself. Come on, and then we'll come on yours. Let's do it, bud. <laughs> Let's do a little pod share. Maybe we can be know. his opener. We can be his opener for his next tour. Oh yeah, yeah. Do podcasts have openers, probably. I think so. Uh, Nick, we'll send you our analytics. We'll do a little bit of a swap with our. It seems like a good partnership. Yeah. Yeah. We have a a huge audience. He's following. Yeah. Shall we get into it? Yes, please. I need, I, I can't believe we're already on episode four. I'm so excited. Okay. You ready? Yes. Should we explain this week's happening? So Annie did not watch this week. I watched, I'm going out of town this weekend. So we just figured it was easier to do this than try to get a guest. So, I will be telling Annie everything that happened. And uh, I have a couple truths and a couple lies. And to start off, I tried as hard as I could to avoid spoilies. Nice. But for some reason, on my Finsta, I followed one of the women that got sent home. And she Who was it. It was Kristen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I don't feel like that was probably too big of a revelation no no the the, the symptom happened pretty quickly okay okay so let's get into it we are recording this on tuesday so i feel like you didn't have too much time to get into spoilers so i'm honestly so excited because this episode leading into it had so much drama yeah i just i can't wait to hear it all through your eyes this episode is a lot of drama not a lot of romance okay yeah not too much Give okay. me the romance. Okay, so we start off with another cold open. So I guess that's just how we're doing this season. I don't know if cold open's the right phrase. But they watched a lot of The Office in quarantine, and they're like, that's what we're doing. And I'm just going to say that it starts off with Matt giving a toast and kissing his one-on-one date, and then something happens. That's all I'll say. Something happens? That could be so many things. <laughs> no, they're interrupted. They could be interrupted by a girl. They could be interrupted by a horse. Mm-hmm. so many things oh, yep okay so now rewind all the way to last week sarah is about to pass out that's mm-hmm. where we're coming back to okay mm-hmm. so she like, kind of passes out i think it's brie helping her over into that like kind of corner mm-hmm. and then there's some medics or whatever and then matt's like here let me take you outside and he takes her outside and they have this like whole intimate moment together and at one point they show it and they are standing just outside in front of these glass doors and through the glass doors, you can see all of the other women waiting. Oh my God. So it's like if very I were, awkward. If I were a ninth grade English teacher, I would be eating that up. The metaphors. Oh, the metaphors. That was foreshadowing of this whole episode is all I'll say. And I mean, and one girl put it really, I think it was Kayla put it like, I'm sitting here, like, imagine your nerves during a rose ceremony. And she's like, and then all of a sudden these have to be put on pause, and I'm in, like, an agony even longer. So. Imagine how bad your anxiety would be in that moment. Yes. 
All the girls are pissed. They're all mad. They think she like did this on purpose, basically. And like Anna Brown goes, she got caught up in the drama and wore herself out. Like they all think that like she did this to get more attention. And then finally he comes back. They like, he just like holds her and they like kiss for a few minutes. I don't, he puts his jacket on her and then she comes back and she's like, I'm really sorry, guys. I feel better now. I feel like saying a girl fake fainted. It looked pretty real to me. It looked real also. It's so easy to get dehydrated in those situations. Lock your knees. You're stressed. Listen, I almost faint when I like stand up on the regular and that's just because. I I don't know why actually I should see a doctor about that. Anyways. Yeah, it's like that let's just say that's the least of our concerns this episode. No. Okay. Pause. Rewind. Why would she need to get extra time from him when she already had the rose? Great. Yes. Yeah. Just just yeah. The, not- it's just the beginning, Annie. Oh my god. Scout so- worked up. She's upset as well. She can sense it in my voice. Yes. So, okay. And so we didn't talk about this on the last episode. I don't think we got around to this. We never talked about him kissing Sarah and then coming up and having makeup on his nose. I don't think we talked about that, which yes, I'm not going to judge Sarah because I would be beating my face too if I was going on a date with The Bachelor on national television. But it was just funny. I just think it's funny. And the fact that she didn't wipe it off, production didn't wipe it off. Anyway, he comes back in and I'm pretty sure he had makeup on his nose again after coming back in and talking to her and kissing her. I think he did. You would think that she would notice after the first time and maybe try to get some primer or what would it be? Finishing Um, spray? Yeah, setting spray. Setting spray for another gal. But anyway, so he comes back. They're finishing the rose ceremony. All of our faves get roses. Victoria again in like in a one-on-one or in the confessional or whatever says gestures instead of jesters. She did that in the last episode too. Like they just sister. didn't correct her on it. No. So final rose. Guess who final rose comes down to? Uh, Victoria and Marilyn. Yep. No. So he sent home Ileana, Alana, Marilyn, Kristen, and Sydney. So no one really surprising. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, week two or whatever. Or week three, I don't know. So nothing really surprising. I'm upset about Marilyn because she just got dragged She was bummed. It was pretty sad. It was pretty sad. Um, And now Victoria has her eyes set on Sarah. That's her next target, essentially. Oh, my God. So, so yes. So we come into the first group date. And before they bring out the card, Chris Harrison comes in and says that he has curated all of these experiences to push Matt and the girls out of their boundaries and to make them uncomfortable. Okay. That's a lie. Cause these are all just the same dates that they've done 7,000 other times. Yes. So, well, Oh no. <laughs> are we getting a new one? Oh, yes. I think I know. Is this the group yes. date? Okay. Yes. So the group date is Rachel, Bree, Lauren, Kit, Serena C, Victoria, Kayla, Anna, Kylie, and Katie. Okay. It is a lot. How many is that? I didn't count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten-ish. Okay. So, first off, let's get into the day portion. He's wearing a turtleneck. He looks amazing in a turtleneck. I don't know how he does it. He looks like the, where is my super suit, man? And I noted, it's so fun seeing them in winter outfits and not like, California summer outfits. It's just like fun. I love winter clothes. It's like definitely more my style. So mm-hmm. they walk in on a woman 
reading erotica on the stage in the dark, and it's revealed to be Ashley I. So their date is that they are all going to write, I'm calling it erotica. I don't know what else you want to call it. Steamy novel, fan whatever. Fan fiction. It truly is. Wattpads. <laughs> they are writing fan fiction based on them and Matt and then reading it for everyone. They're going to get up on stage and read it. And it's not just the girls on the date. They bring in all the other girls <gasps> for that portion to listen. Okay. So they first, you know, they all go around and ask them how they're doing. Some are more comfortable with it than others. Katie, super comfortable with it. Absolute oh, queen. Katie's fine. Rachel, they kept saying how Rachel was nervous. They go to Victoria. It was so funny. Ashley, I was like going around and asking them how it's going for them. And they, Victoria starts reading hers and they have to like bleep out like half of her words. It was so funny. So She's they're all. taking it to heart. Yes. yes. She is. She said this is not going to be. Oh, I'm trying to remember back like Wattpad like ratings or what they'd say before to like warn you if it was going to be a really, really racy, raunchy. Yeah. Post. My only experience was during the One Direction phase, but I was even still oh, that's too, I was too young to really dive yeah, into like yeah, yeah. the hard oh, like, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just funny. It was just fun. It was a fun time to be like, mm, Harry's my boyfriend. And also yeah. the mob is after us. Y slash N. Y slash N. So anyway, whatever. So then Matt decides to go first. Matt reads his first and his is just like a she. It's like a, you know, he just uses a general her. And I just really want you to imagine like this situation. Like this man is standing up on a screen reading fan fiction or up on a stage reading fan fiction in front of an entire group of women who went to jump his bones. It's just like insane. It's pretty, it was fine. It was all right. You know, it's nothing insanely steamy because they're on national television. Are they just like talking about like making out or are they talking about the full to do? Um, There's a spectrum for sure. Yes. At the end of his, he said something like, he moved his hands up her leg and didn't stop at the hem of her dress. And that was like this last line. And several of the girls went, aww. And I was like, what is happening right now? Whatever. They all loved it. Cool. So now we get into the ladies. I'm really not going to get into like specifics of too much of it. I do have a roses and thorns soon. But... They all really, like, appeared to have fun with it. Like, some, like Rachel, like, kept saying she was uncomfortable, but she went for it. Like, I mean, some definitely really went for it. Like, Katie went for it. Victoria went for it. Um, Anna went for it. But they all were, like, laughing at each other, cheering each other on. Like, they all seemed to, like, actually enjoy each other and didn't make it super weird. Katie's, like, people were covering their face during Katie's. And Chelsea was in tears. She was laughing so hard. Because hers was pretty graphic, but they just, like, kind of laughed. A reminder, he brought all the girls in. And Sarah, this whole time, is talking about how hard it is. Is Sarah's on the date? Yeah. But she's there to hear the readings. She just keeps talking about how hard it is. Okay, listen. Here's, I don't know. If you can't take the heat, get out the kitchen. And if you can't handle... If you can't handle being with a super attractive celebrity man that is loved and adored by millions of people you're not gonna be able like how is she gonna feel like that when she scrolls through his ig comments like you gotta you can't yeah you can't internalize it baby yeah yeah so now we're at the roses and thorns of date one ready yes they're kind of all over the place but they all have to do with date one the first part of it we haven't gotten to the night portion yet 
No, sorry. Just this first set. <laughs> okay. The erotic book Ashley I is reading was written by Chris Harrison. Number two. Victoria, after commenting, these girls are all a little too vanilla, starts her erotica with the phrase, this is the first sentence, the king and queen are celebrating their royal engagement. Third one. Sarah gets up and leaves in the middle of the reading, causing a huge scene because she's not cool with what's happening, both the content that's being talked about and seeing the girls with the mat. So she just gets up and leaves. And every it's like this whole thing. Okay. Okay. Chris Harrison as an author. Victoria. Sarah. The Chris Harrison one really throws me off because I refuse to see him as a sexual being. Yeah, he's a robot. Like, I know that he's dating yeah, yeah. Lauren Zima, but it and does. he has a child or he multiple. Kid, but I refuse to think of him in that capacity or to know that he even has that capacity. No. Um, so that one's weird to me. I don't. You said that Victoria's was very bleepity bleep 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 when she read. So it could be. I could see her calling the other people vanilla. And then Sarah was obviously having a moment. I think Sarah had a moment. And so I think that Sarah leaving is a rose. I think Victoria, starting with the king and queen, because that's just her brand now, is a rose. And then Vic- then Chris Harrison writing erotica is a thorn. You are incorrect. Chris Harrison did write the book. Ew! <laughs> And the lie was Sarah. She did not get up and leave. She did complain the entire time. She did not get up and leave. She just sat there with a frown. Yes. So that is the first one. I'm so happy I fooled you at least once. So yes, it is his book that he wrote and it is erotic. Ew. Okay. Is it like, what is, so wait, is it like a full book that he has written outside of the I don't know. Let me look into this. Because I also wonder that the perfect love letter it was called that, I think, by Chris Harrison. Oh, it's a real book that you can buy All right, online. folks, if we have enough. We're doing um, a book club. If we get to 100 subscribers by the beginning of February. We'll do Haley a book club. I, no, we will do readings. No. Have you ever <laughs> listened to the podcast? Podcast recommendation. My dad wrote a porno. Oh, I haven't listen to it it's very it. funny it is okay. hilarious but since Haley doesn't want to read it out loud we will read it and actually no that would be really funny that would that be funny would, I'm okay right. with that so 100 followers on befumbled pod don't let us forget okay moving on to the cocktail party first note really good vibes like good. there's no beef with any of the girls They all were saying how empowering the activity was. Katie was, like, encouraging all of them. Like, Katie's our sex-positive queen, okay? Queen, as she should be. So he had some one-on-one convos with Rachel, with Brie. And then that's all we really get to see because something's about to happen. Um, Side note, and we also did not talk about this. Matt kisses with his eyes open. Yeah. And I I wonder if he thinks they're closed because they're mostly closed. But I, like, very much noticed it in this episode. I I feel weird about that. I feel weird about that, too. I feel like it would be weird to watch that back as the girl kissing him and be like, 
I don't know. It's like weird. Like I guess in theory, your eyes are closed. You don't really know, but it's weird. Do you think? Um, and it's like all I the time. To, I was trying to theorize because I saw some posts about this. Do you think it is his way of not confusing the girls? Like if he keeps his eyes open, he maybe. I mean, he will, I he will register who he's kissing. He won't like, get it's lost. It's a one-time thing. It's like all the time. I don't know. I think his eyes are mostly closed. Let me. I'm like, I don't know. Okay, now for the beef. Oh gosh. So we had a nice little moment with some mm-hmm. of the girls. But then it- yep. He's talking to Rachel, Bree. Now he's talking to Katie. Okay. So flashback to the house. Sarah is up in her room pouting about how hard it is to see him with other girls. And all the other girls are downstairs talking about it. And they're like, I mean, yeah, it's not going to get any better. So I don't know what to tell her. So they're playing full on villain music, like dramatic villain music when they start to show Sarah. Like they're definitely telling us a story with the music. And she decides to crash the date. So Even she she wasn't she's not on this group date. Oh. So he's talking to Katie and she is like, "Can I talk to him really quick?" And they're like both surprised and Katie's like, "Sure." And so Sarah sits down and is basically like just wants to tell him that she has such a good day with him and now it's really hard to see him with other girls. And she's like, "I just feel like I have to tell you how I'm doing." That's all. That could have been saved until Yes, that's what a lot of the girls ceremony said. night. Yep. Yeah. So Katie goes back down to the group and they're like, who's with Matt? And she's like, Sarah came. And Victoria is like, Katie, you need to go back. Which this is a side note, which we'll get back to later. Actually, no, I'll talk about this later. Okay. So this is. (laughs) This is another instance of. Victoria not being wrong about something. Yes, correct. She's the Victoria she's almost redeemed wrong. herself this episode and last episode, and then it gets really bad again. So Katie goes back and is like, okay, can I have Matt back now? And Sarah's like, can I have like five more minutes? And then Katie's, no! like, Katie's like, how about two minutes? And Me? then Sarah's like, okay. And so Katie goes and they're in this room and there's like, I don't know what the word for this is, but it's like a partition. It's a partition. There's a kind of like a partition as part of the decorations. And Katie just stands behind that. Also me. So they're not having like a private conversation. And then she, she she's like, hey, just checking back in. She comes back. It's like, she's like not giving up. I'm like so impressed. I could never do this. And then they're like wrapping up. And so Katie just sits back down on the couch with them. Like while they're wrapping up. Good for her. Yes. So then... Sarah goes downstairs and tries to apologize to the group that's on the date. And Kayla, our queen, was like, yeah, but you're apologizing after the fact. So it already happened. Like, and Kayla, I have to say this. Kayla, during this, earlier during the roast ceremony when Sarah passed out and later on, Kayla is so respectful about, like, she's very good at, like, saying how she feels about the situation. Even in, like, her confessionals. How she feels about the situation without, like, being rude. Which I respect. Mm -hmm. She really then, surprised me. Yes. Yeah. And so she's like trying to apologize and none of them are having it. None of them. And then she's like, they're like, you could have, this could have waited. That, they said exactly what you said. And she was like, I just, you know, I wasn't sure when I would have time with him again. And Victoria the goes. the rose ceremony. Victoria goes, it's the first day of the week. 
was so funny. And like Serena was like, Chris told us that all of us would be on. Apparently Chris said that they would all be on a date this week. So her reasoning is weak. So then Sarah gets up and walks and leaves and is walking back to the hotel or whatever. And is like upset. Victoria goes to come for her in like a very Victoria way. Like it's, it sounds very fake, but she's saying comforting things. And then Katie goes and talks to her and it sounds like they're just trying to be like, they're trying not to make her feel worse, but also it like being like, yeah, but you shouldn't have done this kind of thing. And so the whole thing to me just felt like very, like she just didn't seem to be very aware, like completely thoughtful of her surroundings and like the other people. And it's like, no, no one says you have to play by the rules. Like there's part of me that's like, she can get all the time she wants with Matt if she wants. Like, there's no rules for this show. But if you don't play by the kind of unspoken rules that all the other people speak, like, play by, then, yeah, you kind of have to expect to get backlash for that. Yeah, absolutely. There's unwritten Bachelor rules, and one of them is that you don't join a date that you're not a part of. Yes. Like, Yes. It's so, no. and like these women already see her as a threat for sure. Like, yeah. she was the first one on one date. Yeah. There's also, that is such a thing within this series where whoever gets the first one on one date then develops so much fear within exactly. the following episode. Well, and like, yeah, just think of like her and Brie, they have just a huge advantage over all of these women. Mm hmm. Like, just literally has spent way more hours with him. So, so Sarah goes back to the hotel. Matt comes back and ends the date. And when Sarah came in, like, several, like, half of them had not talked to him. So, he ends the date having not talked to oh, Serena, Anna, no. Kylie, like, several of them. God. And he gives the first impression, or he gives the date rose to Rachel. They like really bonded this date for sure. And that's it. So people are pissed. Okay. Yep. Oh, baby. Okay. So that was date number one. Oh, God. So the date card at some point came and it's his one on one with Serena P. Okay. Good. Yeah. She's the cute little publicist from Canada. Yeah. So before the date, they're all sitting in like the hotel lobby or whatever. This is where we get back into mean girl territory with Victoria. Victoria goes, oh, wait, I didn't tell you. Okay. I meant to talk about this, but date one. We've seen, like, all these rumors about Victoria being, like, an actress. Mm-hmm. I 100% think she is. Okay. Because what happened? Because they all were laughing at her when she got up and did her story at the date. They all were laughing at her. Like, they show so many moments. And they did this in the first episode, too. Like, she was supposed to be the villain last episode. But they show so many moments where the girls are all just, like, vibing with her and, like, getting along with her and laughing. Like, Matt has been asked about her since the show aired. And he's, like, talks about how hilarious she is. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe she's not an actress. But, like, they definitely all get along with her a lot more than the episode leads us to believe. Huh. Yeah. So, that's all. So, then we get into the state. So, they're all sitting around chatting. And Victoria says to Serena, can you tell Matt that Sarah sucks? So, Sarah has <laughs> 
up in her room, went down and crashed this date, and now has just been up hiding in her room since then. Okay. Yeah, that's so about right. So Matt comes in to, to pick up Serena for the date, but he sits down first and he's like, I just guys wanted to talk. I just wanted to talk to you guys about last night. But he starts to talk and then realizes and he's like, where's Sarah? Because he wanted her to be a part of this conversation. And they're mm-hmm. like, she's upstairs in her room. So he go- he leaves to go find her. So I like all you the girls- so much, girl. Why are you giving me a headache? No. And it's like, I, at the end of the day, I think she is one of the strongest people Matt has feelings for just because of the time he spent with her. And he doesn't know how to handle it. And so he doesn't realize that what he's doing is like pissing off the other girls. Yeah. Like he didn't yeah. handle the situation well, but I don't think he meant like he, he did the best yeah. he could. I don't think he realized when she came down to interrupt the date that she wasn't on. I don't think he realized how much of a faux pas that was. Yeah. I don't think he realized that he could say no. Yeah. So he goes to get her and they're all mad. And someone was like, if she wants to, if she wants to go, like he needs to let her go. And Anna Brown's she's spoke the truth. That took me so long to figure out. I was like, she speaks to the truth. She spoke the truth. She said, she doesn't want to go. She wants his validation. And I was like, yeah. And that's why instead of doing all this drama, you learn a cute little gesture to make with him. Like gesture. him and the gesture. Him like him and Abigail. Get your validation from little tiny moments. Yeah. Do you think they so, have to do a love language test before they go into this? I don't know. It's a good question. And, and I they feel pick like, people that aren't compatible. Yeah, no, I feel like they get ninety, um they pick like ninety percent have to Quality fall time. in. Yeah, have to fall in between quality time and words of affirmation. Neither of which they can ever give you. Exactly. And that's yeah. how it works. Oh, yeah. that's so good. That's so genius. That's very not good on this show. Bachelor producers, so, if you're hearing that note of my cunning, I would like at least $1,000 for helping you with your next cast. No, way more than that. Please contact me at BefumbledPod on Instagram. We can yes. negotiate higher. I know that you guys can pay me what I'm worth. Okay. Okay, so so guess who goes off on this whole situation? And guess who was pissed? MJ. Ah, I was just going to say MJ, but we keep on guessing MJ. So I yeah. know. <laughs> she like goes off. She's Good. mad. Good. So he goes up to a room and he like says nice things to her and they kiss. And I'm just like, is she just going to avoid him? Avoid all of them? Yeah, for the rest of the season, you have yeah. to see the other people. Yeah. So he comes back down and he's like, I would have done that for any of you. And he just takes Serena on the date. Victoria said something and was like, okay, well, now it's about Serena. <laughs> it was very funny. So he picks her up and they go horseback riding. Cute. Through the Pennsylvania forest. Um, he mounts the horse. Without even using the stirrup. He just like uses all his arm muscles and just like does that thing where he like pushes his arms up and just hops on. I was like, whoo. Yeah. Yeah. It was hot. Serena also looks like very comfortable. This goes back to our um, old caveman 
in cavewoman instincts where we're like yes. men chop wow. wood make fire yes hot men, men ride horse <laughs> yeah hot what's next, next? <laughs> men hunt men, fish yeah men lift rock hot yeah literally <laughs> um serena though also looks very comfortable on top of a horse and I was like, like, she had very natural horse instincts. And I was like, if that was me, I would look terrified. Like, I would be, I would look rigid. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of, like, if she's, I'm yawning, never mind, we can cut this. I don't have a single thought in my brain. Poor Michael, not a single thought behind those eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, and then they have a picnic in the sunset. She teaches them how to make a charcuterie board. And they kind of talk about her their parents. And she talks about how her dad was unsupportive of her coming on the show. And she put it in a really interesting way. And I just really like how she worded it. She said her, she was like, my dad has had a very linear life. And she was like, he graduated college, got a job, got married, had kids. And so she basically was just saying that he's really like skeptical of the process and just sees it as like untraditional or whatever. Yeah. Non-traditional. So that's what they talked about on the day date. She's very like fun and flirty with him. They have like good chemistry, but I didn't get like the sparks I maybe have gotten with like some of the other girls. So that's the day part of it. The night portion. She looks gorgeous. I mean, they she was wearing this like square cut dress. So like showed her like, it was just very beautiful on her. Um, and she talks about like a previous breakup that really impacted her. And they just talk about a lot about like their past relationships. And Matt says that his last relationship was a year ago and it was four months in. And he just realized that it wasn't like the person he wanted to spend the rest of his life with. Um, yeah, I don't know. And like a short amount of time to make that. He call. was like, I thought of my parents and their marriage and like, I saw this being similar. I don't know. I wasn't okay, super Okay, well, listening. it's not your parents and their marriage. It's your own. I know. Life. So that was apparently his last relationship. Nah. And she asks, she asks him if he's ever been in love. And she says, he says he thought he was in college and like fresh out of college, but now he's not sure. Which Again, a red flag. I know. I don't know. And I, don't I just like really it. like, I, I feel like I can't, say how I feel about it because if you ask me right now, have I ever been in love? I would say yes. Mm -hmm. But I was in love when I was 18. Yeah. And that's a different love than when you're 20. Yeah. I think I was in love, but I would love to be able to go five years in the future and ask like my 27 year old self if that, like, I don't know. I right now feel like, yes, I have been in love, but maybe in five years, I don't feel that way. I don't know. But I also think it could be him just getting out, you know, trying to get out of jail free or whatever. Yeah. So she just, the way she asked him questions and like, she just seems really like mature and level headed and like willing to push him Mm -hmm. um, in ways that he needs to be pushed. And also seems like someone who like acknowledges the way that this show works, but wouldn't let herself like, get caught up in the experience and would be very honest about her feelings. She just seemed really like level-headed, I guess is the right word. Yeah. There's a lot of really smart level-headed women on mm-hmm. this season. I feel mm-hmm. that can mm-hmm. really communicate. I think it's amazing. Yeah. 
And she says, I encourage you to challenge me and how I feel about you if you need that. Like, she's very honest. And she gets the rose. Yippee. Um, I feel like she's, like, fine. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. And then, okay. So that was that date. did Serena C. get sent home? No. Serena C. was on that first. Good. Good. I like her and her boots. Yes. Okay. Roses and thorns for that date. Ready? (laughs) Wild horseback riding. They rode through the forest and carved their initials in a tree. Okay. Later, while they're making out, okay. a donkey interrupts them. And the third one, after their dinner, they get in a hot tub again. Another hot I'm tub saying day. that the first two are roses and the third is a thorn because I can't deal with another hot tub. You're wrong, Annie. You're kidding me. They do hot tub and a donkey did interrupt them. They did not carve their initials into a tree. Was the donkey interrupting them the cold open? Yes. Okay. It was very funny. It was a really cute donkey. I don't like animals, and it was cute. I, I don't like animals. What? I don't. <laughs> my cats. They were, like, on a farm. They actually, that farm was pretty cute. It had, like, some cute goats and some cute donkeys. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty cute. I love a farm okay. date. Yeah, it was, it was cute. Okay, so back to some drama. So they're Are back at the ever house. free. They're back at the house. And the timeline of all of this is pretty unclear, but it has to be during Serena's date, at least some of it. So they're all chatting and they all just, they just all seem to be like anti Sarah. Like no one is defending her. Like the people. Okay. It's tricky because no one really defends her at all, mm-hmm. except for one person, which we'll get into into a bit. But then there's only, like, five people who are really, like, leading the troops, per se. And then there's a lot of people who aren't really part of this at all. Okay. But, like, Anna, Victoria, MJ, Kit, and, like, Serena C are all, like, kind of really anti-Sarah. Okay? Okay. So they're chatting. The next date card comes in. And Rachel goes and starts to read it. Well, she opens it up. And guess who walks in right at that moment? To come here Miss to the date Sarah. Yes. So MJ calls her out and she starts to like apologize to the group. And to me, she really did seem genuine. Um, She seems like this experience has been really hard for her. I think she doesn't really know how to handle it. And I think she didn't handle it well, but she seems genuinely like apologetic. Mm-hmm. And at one point she says in the line, she says the line, like, I hope that you guys know who I am and know my intentions. And as she says that, she says that. And Kit and Victoria immediately both go, no one knows you. Because, <laughs> like, she hasn't spent time with them. It was, like, really mean. Uh, but the timing of it was really well done. Yeah. Those two. Um, those two. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And this also brought up a good point. She says, like, this whole experience has been really difficult for me. And Anna is, like... But it hasn't been difficult for you. Like, you've gotten everything and none of it. Like, you got, you know, the first one-on-one. You got to spend all this extra time with him twice. And I was like, Anna, you're not wrong. Yeah. Like, and being like, oh, my God, this is so hard. Even though that's always the worst when people complain after getting one of the first one-on-ones about like, oh, my God, it's so difficult. Like, I'm having such a hard time. 
to people that have been on just group dates and they're like, are you kidding me? Like you've been able to solidify yourself with him and I'm still here trying to get his attention in a group of 15. I don't care. Yeah. So, I mean, and and like Kayla said something that was like, and this really, I think got to the root of it. She was like, you came into our date. The date got cut short. And now there are several of us who like very realistically could be going home and like we could have had a completely different fate had you not come in and done this. Exactly. And I think yeah. that's really it. It's like, again, there's no rules. But when you are cutting in on people's time and potentially their roses, like people are going to be mad. So yeah. the whole situation was just like she, I think, was genuinely apologizing. But then they just like, I mean, they just all, I mean, not all of them. They were not that. accepting it. No, I mean, and, like, Serena went in on her, Victoria Kit, those people I said, MJ, like, they all went in on her. And then the rest of them all just kind of sat there. It was pretty hard to watch, I won't lie. So, she goes upstairs to her room and is, like, sobbing. And Katie comes. Queen Katie. Get ready. We are, we are Katie stands now, okay? Okay. Okay. So, Sarah, Katie comes in and is, like, I'm... That was really hard to watch. Like, I'm sorry. Like, basically saying it went too far. And Sarah says that she's leaving. Because it's too hard for her. She can't do it. And Katie's like, if Katie was like, I mean, this is hard, it's hard for me to say. But if you feel like you have a relationship with Matt, like, you need to sit. You need to stay and, like, see that through. Because say it's me and Matt at the end of this. I don't want to feel like a second option because he didn't finish. Like, he has unknowns yeah. about you. Oh, which is, like, such a yeah, so smart, so mature. So then Sarah says that it's also, um, she hasn't told Katie this, but she says also it's been very hard for her to be away from her family because her dad has a terminal illness. Yeah. And Katie, it like totally shifts. Katie's like, they're both, I mean, Sarah's crying, Katie's tearing up. And she says, um, Katie says, you need to go be with your dad. My dad passed away in 2012. And like, I'm, I would do anything to have more time with him. Like, you need to go back and be with your dad. It was just, like, very, very mature, extremely kind. Yeah. And she tells Sarah she needs to go home. And so then Sarah leaves, which we'll get to in a second, and Katie goes back back downstairs where they're all in the lobby. And she just was like, Sarah, like, you guys all need to remember, like, that there's more than what people are telling you that's going on. So I guess Sarah hadn't told them about her dad. Mm -hmm. And – you guys all need to like be classy in this process and basically telling them like they don't know what they're talking about and they need to be nice. Damn. I love Katie. It was like iconic. Twitter is like so pro Katie. Everyone's freaking out about Katie. She's mm, like our sex positive. Yeah. Queen, kind, gentle person. She was the only, I mean, I'm sure other people were comforting her or whatever. Or maybe defending her, but that's the only person they really showed in the show. Mm-hmm. Damn. So Sarah goes to tell Matt. She goes to his like, I don't know what you want to call it. His property on the his his house his on the property. Property. I don't know. For he's and in he's in like the groundskeeper's mansion with twilight windows for whatever reason. Yeah, and she see she tells him that the last two days have been really hard. Um, and so this is where it gets murky for me again with Sarah. 
She says that she, like, was attacked by the women, and she said that some of them are very cruel and malicious. And so she, like, paints a specific picture after Katie had said to her, like, I don't want you to go home because of the girls. Like, I want you to go home because, like. You want to be with your family. Yes. But, like, she says something kind of different to Matt, and she also mentions her family. Hmm. And Matt says to her, like, he can't imagine what it's been like living in the house with those girls and, like, what it's like being away from her family. But all he does know is, like, how he feels about her and he wishes she would stay. And she decides to go home. So the episode ends with her driving off. She's sobbing. He's not crying, which I found interesting. Because we've seen in the rest of the season that he knows how to cry. Yeah. He's not crying. And I don't know if he just, like, really respects her decision. Um, But I don't know. So that's how the episode ends. I, they did not allude to her coming back in the next episode, but that feels like something that will happen eventually is her coming back. I'm, there's just, but we still have Heather to come in. We still have the other new girls to come in. Yes, which we will get into. Yeah, what was alluded to in the next episode? So next episode is when the new girls come in. Sorry, I'm checking Sarah's Instagram to see if she had posted anything. She did post two days ago, family first, always. She's not posted like a thank you for the season thing. Yeah. Like a lot of them do. They always do. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So, updates to come on that. Um, so next episode. Five new girls come in. It's five, they said. Dang. Lots of drama about that. Tons of drama about that. Victoria is like on one point like kneeling on the ground. And is like, I want to just go home or something like that. And then the other big part of next week, which I'm dreading, is the whole sex worker narrative. And so they gave a little more into that. And it's Anna talking to Victoria. And she's like, I've been told to stay away from her because she... Whatever that line is. I don't even know. But I'm literally dreading that. So I have no idea who that's about. I don't know if it's about a new girl or what. But it appears that Anna starts running that around. Anna, Anna, Anna. I'm... I just want to see the romance. I'm so done uh, with the drama. God, this episode sounded like it was just all drama. It, was, it really was. That was episode three. I am so upset. Also, can I share my thoughts that I was texting you about this week? How this season just gives me big, I'm going to get blaked energy. So, I'm going to get blaked is in reference to when our darling boy, when our darling tiny son, Blake, you know, looked like he was going to end up with our darling daughter, but not Be-coof. siblings. Bikoof. And they were so cute together. And Garrett just wasn't it. He, he was, was he was a man, but he wasn't it. He wasn't. He was not it. it. And he's and proved himself that since. And we thought that we were gonna have this little cute, beautiful relationship, and then he got left, and it was so sad. And it just hurt. And now I'm saying this like I literally 
got hurt, but I did. I was so upset. Yeah, that was such a bummer. Same energy as Hannah's season. Yeah, same energy as Hannah's season. Same energy as honestly Ari's season when we thought that he was with Becca, but then he dumped her for Mm -hmm. to go back to Lauren. And I just feel like that's going to happen with this season. I feel like we're going to like fall in love with him and one other person, and then it's going to get stolen away from us. Yeah. With someone that we just like, not necessarily that we hate. Because it's not like we're going to hate them, but like we just don't like them as much as the other. Yeah, person. I know. I'm I'm nervy and I won't get into the spoiler I accidentally saw. I was going to say, no, this is my first season of not being spoiled and it's so difficult for me. And I will not confirm or deny your feelings of being blaked. I just think like I just know it. I'm like, I'm literally what do you like think? Who do you think? I'm literally like Blake before he goes and pro- remember before he went and proposed to Becca, yeah, he was so nervous and he was like, I just feel like something is wrong. And he was right. Who do you think it's going to be at the end? I'm covering my mouth so I don't give it away. I want it to be Abigail. Or. I like Abigail and Brie the most right now. Me too. But I feel like with the, I feel like we're just getting a lot of attention on like Rachel and we just don't, but she hasn't brought anything forward, but I feel like she gets a lot of attention. I know she has a shit ton of Instagram followers now, Really? like of all the girls. And so that's always an indicator because I feel like people that get spoiled then go and follow the first runner up or whatever. What's her last name? I don't even know. But I just don't. I haven't gotten anything from her. And it's been four episodes. No, I know. No, it's been three episodes, but. (laughs) Go look at her Insta now. I won't say anything. I am just really upset. And I just, I'm, I'm in quarantine. I'm living vicariously through the show. And I would really love if I could see a beautiful, happy love story. Because that hasn't happened on The Bachelor. Well, Tasha is in a beautiful, happy love story, but it's been like two months. There hasn't been an actual, long-standing, happy love story in since Rachel's season? Where they ended with the per- where they're still with the person they ended with? I think there's one more. Did jo- was JoJo and Jordan after or before? I have no idea. I feel like it's JoJo and Jordan. Has to be like the most recent one, maybe. Yeah. Sean and Catherine. Tasha and Zach. Yeah, Rachel and Brian. Yeah, I guess so. Jo- Rachel was after JoJo. Look at me knowing things. Um, I'm trying to think what else, if there's any other tea I've seen. So we didn't get a rose ceremony. Nope. And no, and no second group date. Dang, they have not been. Oh yeah, the producers formula. don't do that anymore. No, they love to push a rose ceremony into the next episode. They love to stress us out. It looks like the girls might come in for the rose ceremony. Is kind of what it looks like the new girls. Oh, I okay. Maybe that makes sense with some of the hostility because I would be mad if I was like already stressed about this upcoming rose ceremony, especially if there's gonna be someone new there for my rose and there's that one girl who's like they saved the best for last mm-hmm. yeah they show a preview of mj being like you don't know what it's like yeah i don't know mj really shifting 
everyone gets really hostile about those things. Like there's the one where after Heather comes in, there's a girl crying being like, you already got your chance with the bachelor. Like it just gets. Yeah. Well, that's like when they run a new guys for Tasha's season, they kind of, it, it went away pretty quickly, but there was that too. It's like, it's like the, what's the word? I don't know. Us it's versus like, them. Yeah. And it's like, they think they're like these seasoned vets versus like, rookies and it's like none of you know what you're doing when it's been two weeks yeah well folks we have a slew of excited future guests yes so don't you worry we will we'll be back with some new voices um and we'll see how we hold up to our promise of all of our guests becoming engaged yeah, I'm excited to see how that works out for us. Technically, we're one for one right now. We're one for one, but if you count you and I as guests, pain. Mm-hmm. Pain. <laughs> but if you exclude us, we have a 100% success rate. 100% success rate. Should I just like start only asking my friends that are engaged to be on the podcast yeah, so we can just do it? I have no friends that are engaged, so I don't really know how to deal with that, but we'll, we'll oh. figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll get it done. Okay. Well, crew, that's all for what an- now. Yeah. What another exciting episode. I hope. Hoping, um, hoping for more romance in next week's yes. episode. I hope that since we manifested Claire and Dale breaking up, that next time we chat, we can manifest a Bikoof and Blake reunion. That makes me want to cry. Right? That would make my day. It'll be Joe Biden's America by then. Anything is possible. Listen, if anyone would get horny in Joe Biden's America, it's be coof. She's probably so excited. God, I'm happy for her. Okay. Anyways, everyone. We love you guys. I hope that next time we talk to you, um, there'll be some good Bachelor Nation news to share. Yep. And we will be discussing our next episode. And hopefully there will be more romance and less pitting women against each other. Period. Bye. Bye. Peace out.